0: Good evening, everybody. This is Jeff J. Brown in Shenzhen, China, just south of the Tropic of Cancer, for another podcast article. I uh, hope you all enjoy it. Uh, it's gotten warmer here. Still drinking that pu'er tea, so have a cup with me while you uh, while you uh, listen to this and and hopefully read along. There's some really there's I think three or four really good um, uh, visuals, lots of hyperlinks. So try to get to the source article if you can. Uh, the, ar- the article is uh, called "Taiwanese Separatists Are So Sino-Screwed One Way or Another," and it shows a picture uh, from um, you know uh, a political cartoon. Uh, with uh, Xi Jinping uh, on on continental China and uh, the mainland, and then um, uh, Ma ying jeou the former president of Taiwan on this little tiny island uh, of Taiwan. Above, this political cartoon from The Economist was published when pro-reunification Ma ying jeou was Taiwan's president through 2015. But the fundamental dynamics have not changed since pro-separatist Tsai Ing-wen took his place. Baba Beijing and the People's Republic of China hold all the cards. Note: When finishing reading, listening to, and or watching this column and podcast, sharing is caring about humanity's future and getting the non-mainstream truth out to a wider audience. Please tell your family, friends, and colleagues about China Rising Radio Sinoland. Post and follow it on all your social media. Sign up for the email alerts on this blog page so you don't miss a beat. Then, read the China Trilogy to understand your world and where you are headed into the 21st century. You will be so glad you did. All right, let's get going. Let me take a quick sip of my tea here before we get started all right from liberation of the People's Republic of China abbreviated PRC in 1949 until U.S. President Richard Nixon's detente with Mao Zedong in 1972 Taiwan along with Tibet was used by the West as ground zero to overturn the communist mainland Before 1972, the U.S. military and CIA worked with Taiwan's fascist KMT dictatorship to send hundreds of secret suicide missions into the mainland to blow up infrastructure and create havoc with the brainwashed dupes being sent, thinking they could bring down the Communist Party of China, abbreviated CPC. Yuck, yuck, ha-ha! The bad joke was on them. Starting in 1972, with the US and China now no longer mortal enemies, Uncle Sam backed off being so in-your-face with Taiwan as a base of subversion. In any case, America was going down in flames in Southeast Asia, which was one of the reasons Nixon pulled off such an amazing diplomatic turnaround in hopes of getting Mao to stop supplying the communist North Viet Cong with arms and intelligence. As everywhere plural, pluralistic democracy uh, where it exists, Taiwan is a one-party state run and owned by the elites. Like the United States and elsewhere, it has two, quote, opposing parties. In reality, the left and right wings of the elite capitalist party. In Taiwan's case it is the one china unification KMT party and the separatist two china democratic people's party abbreviated the DPP which was formed in 1986 30 years later in 2016 the DPP finally won the presidency and a majority of the legislature with Mrs Tsai ing as the leader as the island's leader Baba Beijing was not amused, and Tsai has toyed with carefully parsed words and pronouncements to give the independents, the independents, independent, how do I want to say that? Independentists. (laughs) In Taiwan, the red meat they are looking for. Cross-strait relations have not been this bad since the days when the island was under commie-fearing martial law until 1986. And Tsai's government is in sharp contrast to the previous one, where Sino-Taiwanese cooperation reached its zenith under KMT leader Ma ying Ju. Then there's a picture of um, a political cartoon of uh, of a Tsai uh, uh, Ying wen uh, uh, running into a wall, a brick wall while she is you know, hoist, hoisting the uh, Taiwanese flag. Since 2016, Taiwan and its independence party and leader, DPP Tsai Yingwen, wen uh, have been running into a brick wall of harsh reality. They are delusional and out of step with the 21st century. And the political cartoon is thanks to the uh, South China Morning Post. The mainland in China came to an agreement eventually called the 1992 consensus with both sides claiming dominion over the other as one China and leaving it at that. What it really was, was a tacit admission by Taiwan that it had better reach some kind of rapprochement with the motherland in order to participate in China's exploding double-digit growth. Korea, Japan, Urangluland, and everybody else was seeking gold in China's dizzying Sino-El Dorado while the the Taiwanese were looking westward across the waters with drooling envy. The island's genocidal dictator, Chiang Kai-shek, had been dead since 1975, and it was time to adapt or perish into global economic irrelevance. And there's a picture of uh, China uh, of China and Taiwan and showing two different colors and the, uh, comparing the size of, of, the, of the two land masses of Taiwan and the PRC. And the byline says, "Hmm, just looking at this map, I wonder which one will eventually govern the other. Taiwan ruling over the mainland? or the PRC reunifying reunifying Taiwan into the Chinese fold. As a result of the 1992 consensus, cross-strait relations, communications, and investments continue to mushroom, even with the DPP barking in the background about seceding from the motherland. Secession will never happen. Since 1949, the mainland has told the world loudly and clearly that it will reunite Taiwan by force if the island tries to become an independent country. No wiggle room, no ambiguity, no bullshit. In in Chinese President Xi Jinping's recent 19th Communist Party Congress speech, he alluded to that the goal is to have all of China reunited by 2049. For Hong Kong, that means 2047 by treaty. Then Macau joins the ranks in 2049, also by treaty. Since there is no agreed-upon timetable with Taiwan, Xi's wording means that if push comes to shove and Taiwan is still trying to remain separate from the mainland, then Baba Beijing may have to resort to economic or military force. The year 2049 is iconic for the PRC since it will be the centennial of its founding with the CPC at the helm. Baba Beijing's thinking is that a hundred years is patience enough for Taiwan to rejoin the motherland. By that time China will have long surpassed the United States and the European Union, the EU, in gross domestic product, GNP, or or gross national product, and the Belt and Road Initiative, abbreviated BRI, will be in full bloom across Asia and into Europe and Africa. Taiwan has 23 million citizens, the same population as each of the Chinese cities Beijing, Shanghai, Chongqing, and Guangzhou. Economically, it is an Asian fly on the rump of the world's Sino elephant. Geopolitically, it is about the size of a rat on the same global colossus only because Imperial America is lurking in the background and keeps selling it arms. Baba Beijing has three scenarios to make sure the PRC is made whole by 2049. First is to continue integrating the two economies, in reality China's subsuming Taiwan to the point that uh, the island sees the writing on the wall and joins the fold. If that doesn't work, then the mainland could easily bring this renegade province to its knees with an economic boycott kicking out the 1 million Taiwanese living and doing business in China, about 5% of the island's total population. Since many of them own substantial capital investments here, I suspect after one or two (laughs) shiploads of refugees being dropped off in Taiwan would be enough. To follow through would mean the chaotic collapse of Taiwan's economy, declaring victory, and then becoming the latest the last piece of China's reunification puzzle. The final option is of course the military one. China's navy is already stronger than the US than what the US can keep in the South China Sea and it probably explains why Baba Beijing is building its third aircraft and record aircraft carrier in record time. Baba Beijing can do it without firing a single bullet just put a chain link naval blockade around Taiwan and the island could hold out for a month or so before declaring victory and signing on the dotted line. If China did have to resort to invading Taiwan, the chances of the United States seriously trying to defend the island are shrinking by the day. In any case, the 1955 to 1979 Taiwanese Sino-American Mutual Defense Treaty lost its validity with Jimmy Carter diplomatically recognizing the PRC in that latter year. Since then, Uncle Sam is not even bound by treaty to do so and wouldn't stand a chance of making much of a difference so far from home except getting its ass kicked. I doubt the US would do anything to seriously help Taiwan being invaded anyway. America wouldn't mind seeing thousands or millions of Taiwanese lose their lives if it meant harming communist China's global image. All empires are zero-sum and racist. Recently, Uncle Sam is dancing dangerously close to the Sino fire with the newest version of the National Defense Authorization Act, abbreviated NDAA, allowing joint military drills with Taiwan. For Baba Beijing, that would be a declaration of war, with senior Chinese diplomat Li Kexin stating, The day that a U.S. Navy vessel arrives in Kaohsiung is the day that our People's Liberation Army unifies Taiwan with military force. End of quote. See the above paragraph final option for what would happen next. Baba Beijing is patient, very patient, and is happy to keep the status quo going for 30 more years if it means peaceful reunification. In the interim, if Taiwan's separatist Democratic People's Party gets a wild suicidal hair up its island ass and declares independence from the motherland, so be it. Each of the three contingencies I described above could be implemented by China tomorrow. Taiwanese are apparently deluded if this recent survey is accurate, showing that 54% prefer uh, independence. Are they willing to fight the mainland for it? Are they ready to die for their cause? China has 1.4 billion citizens eager to answer the call untold millions of whom are willing to die for china's complete reunification apparently taiwan only has about 12 million citizens who want independence i know who i'm placing my bets on one way or another whether peacefully or push comes to outright invasion Taiwan's renegade population is sino-screwed, stewed, and skewered. Then there's a great uh, revolutionary poster showing uh, various uh, uh, people from China looking out over the uh, crossed uh, cross um, straits uh, to Taiwan with another wave coming in after them. Revolutionary poster and seeing the man holding Mao's little red book, it is probably from the mid to late 60s. It was true in 1949, still is in 2018, and nothing will change in 2049. Taiwan will be reunited with the motherland. Pilot, peasant, soldier, worker, fisherman, wave after wave, the sky filled with Air Force jets and the sea filled with the Red Navy. I think we can say that, we have, that they have a look of absolute resolve on their faces. Being published with English, French, and Chinese as well, Baba Beijing wants the West to know crystal clear China's non-negotiable policy. And in English it says, we will liberate Taiwan. Or no, we are determined to liberate Taiwan. That's it. Uh, for tonight, uh, folks and friends and fans of uh, China Rising, Radio Sinoland, this is Jeff J. Brown signing out from Shenzhen, China. Good night.